The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. Yo, what is up? This is Build Your Tribe 2.0, where I answer your questions about anything related to owning, operating, and growing your business. My name is Shalene Johnson, and you name it, I've done it in business, from selling knives door-to-door to infomercials to used car lots to online businesses. I've either done it or I've coached somebody else to a level of success that you too can achieve. You just need to know the formula to have a little persistence and some inside information. And so that's what we're going to do here. I'm going to answer your questions. No question too small, no question too big. If I can't answer it, I'll tell you where you can probably find the answer. You can ask your questions by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash ask Shaleen. So let's get to it, y'all. Hi, Shalene. My name is Jen Stillian Young, and I am a current Marketing Impact Academy student, and I'm in Coach Glitter's accountability group. Just a quick background. My husband and I are children's music and dance entertainers and educators because we want to create online and dance curriculum for teachers and parents. And we're currently creating our freemium right now, and these videos that we're creating We're using background music for some of them. Um, Most of the music is going to be our original music, but we would love to use popular music like Michael Jackson or Bruno Mars. And I, my question is, if I'm going to use music for these videos to post on Facebook or YouTube, how do I get the rights to use them? I've been researching and there just seems like there's no simple answer out there. And I would love your expertise on this to point us into the right direction. My company is called The Young Music Company. You can find us at www.youngmusiccompany.com. This is a super smart question, and it affects everybody who's listening who has either made video or hopes to make video. Okay, I have a lot of knowledge in this area, and that is because the business that my husband and I sold about four years ago, Powder Blue Productions was a company where we created exercise DVDs and we made those DVDs for fitness instructors. The absolute most cumbersome, frustrating and expensive part of that business revolved around music licensing. It is a nightmare. Now you might be thinking to yourself, well, I'm not creating a business that's going to be selling music videos or exercise videos or or anything like that, Shaleen, but I do from time to time use music in my social media videos or on YouTube or on Facebook. Does this pertain to me? Yes, capital Y-E-S exclamation mark. So first, let's talk about the law. In order to use a song in a film or a video or even a social media clip, you actually need to obtain two different types of licenses. The first type of license is called a master use license. Now, the master use license is controlled by the record label. 
And then there's what's called a synchronized license. The master use license, that is controlled by the person or the company that owns the song's originality. The synchronized license is owned by whoever it is that recorded that particular uh, variety of the song, that version of the song. So, for example, if... um, Let's say there was a remake of uh, Billie Jean and it was done by, you know, a, an ensemble cast from Glee. You would first have to obtain the master use license from the record company that owns the master use. And then you would have to obtain a synchronized license, not from Michael Jackson, but from whatever publisher owns the rights to the music as it was created by Glee. Yeah, are you overwhelmed yet? Now, many of you might be thinking, well, I really don't even have to worry about that. No one's ever going to see my video. I can get away with it. I don't know anyone who's ever gotten in trouble. Um, I'm just a, a wedding videographer. Well, let me share with you some stories. Well, first of all, many of you may have heard of the uh, makeup YouTube blogger who was doing YouTube tutorials and just did, I can't think of her name right now. I should look it up. But she was doing YouTube tutorials and at the beginning of her how-to tutorial, and kind of sometimes in the middle or end, she would play just a few little clips of a popular song. Well, you guessed it, record labels caught wind of this because some of her videos got very popular, and before she knew it, she had been hit with a multi-million dollar lawsuit. Now, you might be thinking, well, my videos aren't going to go viral. Do I really need to worry about it? Let me tell you about Joe Simon. Joe Simon is a wedding videographer who was given a song that the bride wanted to have played during a couple different parts of the video. They were like special songs, right? And a lot of videographers will do this. They assume that the video won't be shown for profit or that their clients are just using it for home use to show to their friends and family. So they bought the song off of iTunes and they then give it to the videographer. The videographer puts it in the video. Do they have the legal right to do that? No. In Joe's case, the bride and the groom posted their video to YouTube. Uh, The video got a lot of hits. It was a popular song that they'd used in the background. Somebody from the music industry saw it, brought it to the attention of the legal term for that particular music label. They didn't care whether he had posted the video or or if he was doing it as a hobby. He got the letter in his inbox and basically um, he was being sued for about $150,000 for the use of just one song. Did they settle? Eventually, yes. And he didn't have to pay $150,000, but it was in the five-figure range. That's not fun. Not to mention how it's upsetting. I mean, if, if you get a letter that you're getting sued, even if it's from a crazy person, I'm speaking from experience here, it doesn't matter whether the lawsuit has any merits whatsoever. It is terribly upsetting. So it's a loss of hours, it's stress, it's worry, and it's a lot of money. Now, those of you who have been following me on Instagram for years probably remember when I was using popular songs in my little 15-second clips. And I was doing so, Jen, probably much like you because I'd read a blog post and, you know, kind of got some misleading information about the idea or this myth that you could use popular music if it was just less than 16 seconds. And in fact, that's why Instagram went with 15 seconds. Well, that's not true. It is definitely not true. And I didn't look into it further until this happened. I posted an Instagram video to Facebook and I got a notification 
from Facebook that my account had been disabled for using music I wasn't authorized to use. And I was like, oh my gosh, how do they know? They know, trust me, they use filters and algorithms to be able to detect even music in the background that you don't have the rights to use. And that made me go back into research mode and look into it a little further and contact our former music attorneys. And sure enough, you don't have the ability, none of us have the rights to use popular songs in our social media or for any other use unless we've obtained the rights to it. I can just tell you, having done this firsthand, it's expensive, it's time-consuming, it's cumbersome, And the organizations that used to make this easier for us, like the Harry Fox Agency or BMI or ASCAP, those are all the agencies that we used to use to help us gain usage rights back when we owned Powder Blue Productions. Well, most of them have gone bye-bye because it's such a pain in the butt. It wasn't even worth it for them. So can you license popular music? Yes, but you better have a way to make that money back because it is so expensive. I mean, even now, as I do infomercials where we sell tens of thousands, sometimes millions of copies, you'll notice that we aren't using popular songs in every single uh, minute of the video. We might pick and choose each workout, might have one or two popular songs, and that is because they are so expensive. So what do we do? Well, I have got some fantastic resources for you where you can license fantastic music. It's not the popular stuff, but it sounds great. And it will keep you out of jail, out of court, and avoid being sued by the music industry. Now, you can find these resources by simply going to Google and typing in um, licensed music or free licensed music or low-cost licensed music. Obviously, when you're buying it, music that you can license that's not popular music, you tend to get a little bit better stuff than the stuff that's out there and is just free and everybody's using the same music. But if you would like that list sent to you, all you have to do is text the word music to 949-565-4337. One word, the word music, and we will send you a list of where you can find some fantastic music sites that specialize in offering you music that you can legally license. Hi, Shaleen. This is Stephanie Reinald. I'm a medical doctor and a psychiatry resident, so I'm still currently in my training to become a psychiatrist. And I've really enjoyed all of your programs uh, through the Smart Success Academy and the Courageous Confidence Club. My question for you is, I understand the importance of having a online business and having an online presence. However, I have some reservations because currently I'm still in my training to do what my passion is, which is to be a psychiatrist. And secondly, I really actually love my job. So I was wondering if you could speak to those of us that, you know, really do enjoy our day job um, and our, we want to sort of build on that day job in some sort of online forum. Secondly, uh, my question is, If you do not already have a website set up, does it make sense to set up a website first or to start building your social media platform first? Okay, Stephanie, a two-part question. First of all, I mean, as a medical doctor who's studying to be a psychiatrist, you probably have tons of extra time. Just kidding. But I love your question. I think so many people um, maybe misinterpret my message. And, and so this is a really great way for me to clarify. 
number one, I think it's awesome that you love your job and there are people listening who love their job. So I want you to replace the phrase job with passion. So you said, speak to those of us who want to incorporate our our day job into what it is we want to do. And I want you to replace the phrase job with the phrase, my passion. So it is currently your passion, what it is you're doing, which is helping others. And yet you also see that, you know, it's, it's probably more about you and your unique experiences, like what it is that brought you to want to care for and help and heal other people. Like there's probably a story there. I would just bet there's something about your past that has driven you. I mean, for someone to get the kind of grades it takes to get into medical school and then want to go one step further to become a psychiatrist, like that's some real drive, which means that there's passion and purpose behind that type of commitment and drive. I would never ask anyone who's listening to like only start a business or only think about building a brand because they weren't happy with what they were doing during the day. More so, I just want everyone to embrace their passion and their purpose and understand every one of us has a unique way of delivering this. And I believe we all have a purpose for our lives or God wouldn't have created us. And we're not living, in my opinion, according to our purpose. It's, it's God's purpose. And so what you're doing relates to your purpose and your passion. And why not spread that word and deliver your message on a grander scale? So absolutely, the time is now. Your next question was fantastic. You said, so do I need to build a website first or should I start in social media? Now, as my marketing impact students know, I actually ask them to take a step back from social media and figure out where it is they want to send people. Here's the analogy that I give people. If you're spending a lot of time in social media, building your followership, getting more likes, getting more subscribers, getting more people to follow you, that's the equivalent of spending a lot of time designing beautiful flyers for your new business and then handing them out all over town, but there's no address on there. There's no place for people to follow up. There's no place for people to engage with you unless they happen to run into you again in that parking lot where you're handing out flyers. So in other words, before you start, quote unquote, promoting and building your followership, give people a place where they can follow you too. In other words, give them a place to go. Know why you're doing this. Know why you're handing out flyers. Know why you're trying to create interest. And that should be either to get people to engage on your blog, your website, or to opt into your email list where you can start that relationship. So the foundation first, in my opinion, is to know where you're going to send people and kind of what it is you stand for. Like, who are you and what are you about? And you don't need to know that with complete clarity. You don't need to know exactly what your website's going to be. In fact, for most people, I say, just start a website and just start blogging, blogging about your experiences, your opinion, things that are important to you. And, and it can be random and it doesn't even have to relate. It all just has to relate to who you are and what you stand for. Now, do you need a website? No, you don't need a website if you have an email list where you're collecting email names and you're giving people something 
for free. So let's just say, for example, what you've created is how to get accepted to medical school or how to get accepted to medical school or how to survive your first year of medical school or how to get the ultimate residency. Like, let's say you prepare this really cool report and you give people the shortcuts, the tips and your best practices so that they can replicate the same success that you've had. Okay, so now if you were going to give people this free report and just simply build an email list, well, then no, you do not need a website. How would you do that then? Well, you would have to use a service like Lead Pages or Megaphone or AWeber, which is both a customer relationship management program, meaning it collects emails, it sorts them for you, and it also will allow you to design and deliver your own opt-in page. An opt-in page is like a single page that you can send people to. They land on that page, they give you their email address, and in return, you are giving them a free report, a free gift, a series of videos, whatever it is. I would say, however, based on your lifestyle and how busy you must be right now and how you probably just don't have this 100% sorted out, like what this is going to be in the long run yet. And I'm just summarizing all of that from your message. My recommendation to you would be, number one, to honor the fact that you are busy and that this is a season. This is a season for you to become a psychiatrist. You, my friend, are doing amazing work. You are saving lives. You don't have to keep up with everybody else. You don't have to do it all at once. Have peace. Give yourself permission to not always be busy. All I want you to do, Stephanie, is to reserve a domain name. Now, I've included a link in my show notes to Bluehost. Uh, Full disclosure, I am an affiliate for Bluehost because, well, a lot of reasons. Number one is I, I think they're an awesome company. I love that they don't allow pornography or adult sites to use Bluehost. I think that's totally rad. I also love their customer service and I love how inexpensive they are and simple it is to both reserve a domain name and to basically build a website in 10 minutes. So if you want to see a quick video, a quick tutorial, if you text me the word blue to 949-565-4337, I'll just send you a quick link to my YouTube video where I walk you through Uh, It takes like 10 minutes to set up a Bluehost account and I'll show you what services you probably don't need, which ones you should get and like how to get started in 10 minutes and to have your website up and ready and you can start blogging like immediately pretty much. Stephanie, you're my girl. You know I wouldn't steer you the wrong way. I just don't know if this is the time right now for you to start building out a secondary business. Give yourself some room to breathe. Give yourself some time to relax. You have been so busy and in school for so long and under so much pressure. And I just want you to know that just by sharing your experiences in a blog, that's enough for now. People will come to you. They will find it. It will develop organically. And God's purpose for whatever this is supposed to be will reveal itself to you. I promise you. 